Yo, we's chilling in the stew. Nothing to do except talk to all of you. Yeah. Word up. Welcome back to the 2 a.m. podcast. Mm. <laughs> it's pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. We'll save it for later. That'd be cool. 2 a.m. podcast uh, premiere album. Intro, actually. Metro booming on the production. Metro booming. Does not want anymore. Um, welcome back. I would say, uh, before we get into the episode, I would just like to mention our lovely sponsors for today. Dex. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's blaring, dude. Before just we came back, back from work, bro. <clears throat> Cut me some slack. Welcome back. So, back to our sponsors. Okay. Exter. Exter has been a proud sponsor for the longest, actually. They have been our first sponsor. Oh, yeah, they were our first. Yeah, we carry their wallets. They're pretty sick. Um, let me see if I can show you here. It's the card holder. Carries up to six cards. As you can see, my Costco membership is right there. Executive member, I know. I know. So Ladies, cool, bro. relax. Calm down. Um, they're awesome. They've been awesome. They've sent us a lot of cool free stuff um, to kind of try out and feel out what their brand is. And it, I honestly think they just carry everything that's essential to a man. They've worked without a snag, in my opinion. Yeah. Lovely, lovely things. So go ahead and check them out. Extra.com. Use code 2AM. Our second sponsor for today is powered by Sleep Portal. Mm. Is one of the best sleeping supplements I have ever taken. It has helped me dream vividly, wake up refreshed, and ready for the day. That's what I'm talking about. If you're interested, check it out. Use code 2AM. Our third sponsor for today is Rare Bird Coffee. My favorite. Mm-hmm. Right after Portal does this thing in the morning, ignite with some Rare Bird Coffee. Paraxanthine Coffee is a metabolite of caffeine. If you want to learn more about that, visit rarebird.coffee. And use code 2AM to save. 20% off. Mm-hmm. And then what's our final one? It's pretty vital. Does it come with red light? It does. It's it vital red light. It is vital red light. Oh, my God. Oh. So vital red light is a red light therapy system that you could use every single day, 20 minutes a day. Recommended at at least 10 minutes. Uh, to gain those benefits, such as... Clear skin, thicker hair, better mood. More energy. Mm. Deeper sleep, you say? Stronger mitochondria. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do not forget. Don't you ever forget to use code 2AM for any of those sponsors, including Vital Red Light. Um, yeah. That's pretty much it for now. Right into it. <laughs> that was yeah. a solid intro. That was actually. <laughs> anyway, I have been bombarded with the feeling of what a small world. But at the same time, a very large world. Um, I've been getting the feeling, like the airport feeling, let's just call it, where you're at the airport and you've left your burdens behind. Whether they're complete or incomplete, you just have to leave. Just free. Yeah, you're free. Mm -hmm. And you start to realize, why the hell was I anxious to begin with if it was that easy to just not be anxious? You know? What stimulated this feeling for you? Because there obviously has to be as a cause. I feel like once you surpass um, TSA, 
you really feel that you are, let's just say, a citizen of the earth, just like everyone else. You know, you're in this zone where you can't, you know, there's no weapons. There's most likely not. Like, you're checked. You know what I'm saying? Would you call it the Twilight Zone? Hmm. For all human beings? Possibly. I, Be- could, I could call it that. Because that's like the intermedi- intermediary zone where you don't have a destination. Mm-hmm. In your head, you have a destination. But you're all stuck at the airport. <laughs> yes. But I think th- that's what's cool about the airport is that once TSA, you go through heavy security check, right? And a lot of people get their, thro- their stuff thrown away, like water bottles. Um, I don't know. Spices. I've, had, I've seen maple syrup get tossed. <laughs> no. No. Not my sugar. (laughs) Um, Nail clippers. I've seen them get tossed. I don't know what else. Anyway, you go through a severe check, right? And then once you're past that, like you're in the clear, you're all huddled in this gate system, ready to take off to your final destination. So I feel like you're in this middle zone where you're just like, you feel like everyone else, you know, everyone's on their toes, kind of ready to just hop on the plane. Everyone's ready to eat. Everyone's ready to just either be on vacation or go home. It's one of the two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Did you travel? I mean, I always get this feeling with airports. I was reminded of it when I went to Vancouver. Oh, okay. You get what I mean? I was just sitting there. I'm just like, dude, where do you belong? Is that what kind of thoughts that that feeling produces yeah i wrote a little note actually let me pull it are up. you gonna read us a poem it is i'm lost Edgar Allan Poe. in my thoughts um, in the airport yes sir okay um where did i put this oh there it is it's called airport feeling i put every i feel like everyone is finally one race hmm. like the titles of man just don't exist here we are all one. The last time I got this feeling was in Mecca, in Saudi Arabia. This feeling is rare because, as we all know, travel doesn't happen as often as you like. With that being said, it feels like the world is small in thought, but large in destination. Could be vice versa, too, if you really think about it. That doesn't make sense to me. It yeah. does? Mm-hmm. So, the leaving the burdens at home idea is forced on you. You feel like you are breathing different. Why? Because if you skip out, you, you've wasted thousands of dollars just on the ticket, you know? So you feel like you're, you're obligated. This is a final decision before you book that you're going to have to board this plane, mm-hmm. you know, no matter the circumstances. Um, you feel like you're breathing different. The travel is the only question mark in life that isn't scary to me, but rather enlightening and euphoric in its nature. So when you're at the airport, you have like this heavy euphoric feeling where you don't even have an appetite almost. It's like anticipation. It's anticipation. Like, when am I going to get there? Is anything going to go wrong? Um, is my pet going to be okay? Um, did I forget something at home? Who's going to pick me up? Like, it's, it's all these thoughts, right? But you're in this transition mode of doesn't matter until we get there. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to have to let it play out. And I think that's what's cool is that you also get the feeling of let's just say a lot of people are um, a burden on you 
here, right? And you feel like the community and society is kind of just like negative. Okay. Once you're at the airport and then you go, dude, why does everyone feel innocent right now? It's another feeling I get. Well, it's probably because everyone has left their worries behind for the most part. Mm -hmm. And so maybe everyone's just on the same wavelength. Like their spirit is safe or something? Or I guess. I don't know, dude. You feel like everyone's kind of... But I imagine that a lot of people at the airport have this like similar experience or feeling as you. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like you experience these uh, feelings in isolation. Human beings always have certain mm-hmm. things in common related to a given experience. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how people have the, the same like dream with um, that specific dude in the hat? Yeah, or the, the one guy with the weird face. Yeah, like there's something in the unconscious collective that uh, applies to everybody. Mm. Well, it's a fascinating feeling because you feel like you escaped your own um, hole that you dig in your head. You know, the negativity Mm -hmm. seems to vanish. And when you come back, you actually come back with a fresh mind. It's almost like as if you never went through that in that same environment, you know? Mm. So you come back home like refreshed. I see that a lot. Okay, let's just say everyone's like sick of hanging out in the group. Okay. And then um, someone travels. All of a sudden, they're just excited to do things. You know, they're like, oh, let's go eat. Let's have breakfast here. Let's do that. And you're just like, dude, this has never been happening. What happened? (laughs) And it's just like, well, they saw another part of life for a second. And they realized that's a norm somewhere, Mm -hmm. you know, to be active in society and uh, be more communal, whatever. So they bring that back with them. That's a good point. Right? I th- I do think that applies. Do you think you get that feeling anywhere else outside of the airport? Mm. I specifically get that feeling when I'm in the gym mm. or I'm playing soccer or Interesting. I'm in nature. Interesting. Nature. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm. Something to ponder on because it is a feeling. So you kind of have to feel it out. Um, but the idea of travel turns me on, dude. Straight up. It turns you on? Like, it turns me on, you know? It turns me on, like, it's like, you know, I was off in life. Now I'm turned on. Multiple ways, huh? Um, it's exciting. There's a lot of things to do, bro. Who knew travel would be an aphrodisiac? The thing is, it's like, (laughs) no, I mean, like, turned on to spend money. Or, like, no, I get you. You're just turned on to do things. Turned on to, um, use your senses. Yeah. You know? You're stimulated. You are. You're stimmied. Stimmied up. Uh-huh. Dude, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty cool. I talk about travel a lot, but that's because it's one of the sickest things you could do in life. See more. And yeah. I'm not talking about Lake Tahoe, bro. I mention this all the time. <laughs> yeah, I've been. I've been to Lake Havasu, bro. That's so. not travel. <laughs> you went to a party in another state. That's all. <laughs> Throw a rock from here to there. It's not travel. <laughs> Oh my god, that is too funny. It's like a mini expedition. <laughs> oh my god. And then everyone acts original when they do it. It's hilarious. I don't know, dude. Anyway, um, yeah. What the hell else has been up? Life. I'm just trying to think that's like us going to Joshua Tree and saying, yeah. Oh yeah, we traveled. Like we don't we don't say we traveled to Joshua Tree. Yeah. We just drove there. Well, when you say it in like Matthew McConaughey's voice, it's probably considered travel at that point. 
Hit us with it. I remember. The cornfield. To the cornfields of Palm Springs. That's not even Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> uh, Sounds like Heath Ledger. Yeah, that's true. I believe that whatever doesn't kill you simply makes you stranger. Mm. Um, I'm going to be doing that soon, actually, for a photo shoot. I'm going to be jokered up. Oh, are you? Actually? Yeah, someone's going to help me do the makeup. Dude, you and know what uh, happened with my girl? What? She got hit up. So, you know how- She got hit? No. Let me finish my sentence. I mean, you you stopped abruptly. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know how when you're younger, certain people come up to you and your parents and then like, uh, it's like, um, what, talent scouts? Yeah. They go like, your baby looks good for this baby formula. I'm sure that happened to you. Yeah. That happened to me too, mm-hmm. in a Macy's. Yeah, come on, Barney. Um, you know. Except I went there and I was way too scared, intimidated yeah. by the long line of children. And it's just young Joe Biden just, come to. <laughs> so anyways, I think she signed up for that a while back. And, you know, over the course of how many years, it passed on, no opportunities. She forgot about it. And then, believe it or not, she gets hit up by the uh, managing producer or the cast director of Stranger Things. What the hell? They wanted her. What does he want? For um, a supporting role. Hmm. That's Although the it's strangest bit, thing. This fucking guy. <laughs> Although it's a little bit tricky because she's pregnant right now, so it's probably not going to do it. Wait, but when did this happen? Like last week? Or? This was like a week and a half, two weeks ago. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. So to be... And the, the, the person said, Kara Fagan, I want... This person. She's the exact fit that we need for this role. That's insane. And here's the thing. She's been on Wipeout. Yeah. I've never been given these opportunities. Yeah. (laughs) I want to be on Wipeout. You got to show yourself as a a talent like that. It starts with one thing, honestly. It's pretty crazy, though. That's pretty dope because that goes to show you how unique everyone looks. Mm -hmm. You know, so sometimes in your mind, like as a writer or director, you go like, I have what I want in my mind. Bring me as many people as you can. So I can see if it fits. And mm. Sometimes they go like, if they find the one, that's it. That they want it. You know? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. What would you want to play a role in? Don't say Peaky Blinders. Not Peaky Blinders or Oppenheimer or no. The Dark Knight. No, 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 no. <laughs> play a role in. Um, let's try to come up with something new that that hasn't been made yet. Dude, I'd love to be Spider Man. Actually, the Why Arab Spider Man. Yeah. That all. Hey, Wakita. Oh my god, bro. No, no. I would. What would I love to play? Hmm. You would 100% play like a sequel to um, Jake Gyllenhaal's Nightcrawler. I would definitely be crazy. You would be using cameras. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Peter Parker. Bro, step away from the Spider Man. Why? You're not Spider-Man. <laughs> what if I already am? <laughs> Start spitting webs out of here. Spitting webs. <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny. That's Arab Spider-Man for you. <laughs> <laughs> too funny. Um, our AC is broken. Yeah, if you can't tell, it's hot as fuck. <laughs> if you can't tell. <laughs> Bro, what... That would be insane if, like, cameras and audio could just pick up on, like, temperatures. So, like, we, 
we could resemble like so their their monitor would just resemble what degree we were <laughs> filming it, including what it smelled like. Deliver a scent over. Bro, you've got like one drop. Really? Traveling down your Where? vein. Right here. No, you've got you're flooded, bro. Oh, I'm flooded, huh? Yeah, I'm flooded That's too. Ooh. Anything for the podcast, anything, as you can see. Anything for you. Um, but what I was saying was, imagine sending a scent over FaceTime. Like a smell. Like that's all that's missing. Like you're on FaceTime with your girl. But you why? Know? I don't know. You're just like, oh why? my God, look what I'm baking. Oh, ha, ha, ha. It was like, oh, send me it. And you're like. Dude, you know it's mm. not going to turn out like that. You're going to FaceTime one of your best buds. And he's going to just sharp. It's in the bathroom. On the FaceTime <laughs> and it's just going to waft over to you. It's like, what up, foo? What are you doing tonight? Oh, oh God, dude. Yo, and call it, me back after. And it's going to be the dude with the worst flatulence you've ever yeah. experienced. The dude that eats five meals a day plus two protein shakes. I'm calling it a bulk. Oh, dude. Oh, that's another thing, dude. I find it hilarious when people spend time at the gym just to look fat. Right? Realizing that. Who, like powerlifters? They're not powerlifters. But I'm talking about people that like aren't cut enough. You know, they're not cut enough to show different body parts that they're working on. Like shoulders. Mm -hmm. Like their shoulders blend in with their arms, but they've been going for five years. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, to each their own. But like when I think of bodybuilding, I think of like every muscle kind of showing, you know? But then there's people that literally just grow, like, bulkier. Well, they're just on a on the never-ending bulk. Yeah. The incredible bulk. Really. Yeah. The incredible crazy. bulk. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen that with a lot. Um, you have a lot of guys in the gym who are not just like guys, incredible dude. bulk. Not just guys, man. You see a lot of people that um, go to the gym, and then they'll do this. They'll just go and check themselves out all day. All day. And you're just like, what is happening here? You know, I was listening to a space that um, mm. Brute put out on Twitter recently, his latest space. And he was talking about that exact thing. Um, towards the beginning of it, he was discussing how a lot of young men think that they're going to coast on their good looks. And that it's their good the looks are just the only... Th that's reserved for women, bro. Well, that's, that's, that's his point. That's the truth, yeah. That's his point. As a man, you're not supposed to be preening in front of the mirror. Supposed to focus on like the substance of who you are and what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. That's a stupid thing. You know, that's one of the reasons why I don't even go into the gym bathroom. Really? I hate that shit. <laughs> I don't like going in there. That's all you see, huh? I mean, dude, you can tell immediately. I know my crowd from the non crowd. Yeah. You know? And then you have the dudes who are like getting dressed and, you know, after their shower and they're they're just Scoping a little look at themselves in the mirror. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine to see your progress, but, but not not that type of. Yeah, I get you. I get what you mean because you become a regular at the gym, so you start identifying these people. Yeah, They're, you're always doing this. You know, um, it is. Um, I don't. It's not really a problem. It's just. It's funny to me because it's just. It goes to show that that's what you believe. You believe mm -hmm. that your looks overall are what matter, and that's not true. Yeah, and then on uh, one of my final things on this rant about the gym is, uh, you know how guys, or there are certain guys in the gym who just posture like alpha males, like they're a fucking gorilla getting getting mm -hmm. ready to battle it out. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't stand that. Where they don't move their neck, but they move their eyes to look at you. It's not even that. It's just like it's mean scowl. 
And then traps are up. That's what I mean. Traps are up. They're locked in position. They're like a car that only moves the front tires. I'm like, dude, you can you know you can fart or take a shit, yeah. like release some of that pressure. Relax, dude. <laughs> We're ready. Scan the gym code. <laughs> yeah, bro. Okay. Yes. Gains. Gains a clock. Um, maybe they should be gaining more knowledge on the matter. Anyways. Anyway. What else? Uh, hmm. Hmm. What else? I just feel like, uh, this room is way too hot. That's fine. We're going to power through. Yeah, we're going to power through it, but that's what's causing some issues here, you know? No, you know, I'm a firm believer that some of the best thoughts are sauna thoughts. When you get very hot and delusional. That's true. Start talking about some weird shit. Yeah, like kicking the Asian guy with his dick out, you know? <laughs> Kick him out. This is a uh, dickless society in here. You could either come up with the most brilliant thought <laughs> that the planet has ever embraced, or uh, you can come out with the most ridiculous shit ever. I don't know, man. Um, I have a question. Hit me. What is your go-to fast food joint? What's your minimum bar? My minimum bar? Yeah, because there's things you won't touch. Yeah. Like that sit below minimum. You know what I mean? Like, um, like I know you won't. Jack in the box, I won't touch. Yeah, you won't touch McDonald's. I know that. Certain, I mean, the cookies at McDonald's are pretty good. Cookies. Okay, I'm talking about like food, like chicken, beef, fucking potato. No. In and out. Is the minimum. Yeah, I think in and out is just, it's on another level compared to other fast food places. Now. Is In and Out above or beneath Chick Fil A? It's above. I think they use less vegetable oil. That's true. Facts. Um, the reason why I ask is because sometimes you find yourself in situations where you know you eat at home and stuff, and you eat out. So on occasion, you'll find yourself that you just need to eat, right? Without breaking the bank because you did go grocery shopping, mm-hmm. right? So you don't want to just waste that and have it expire just because you ate out. You know what I mean? So you're mindful of you're still going to eat at home. But sometimes you're out and you're just like, what the hell do I eat? <laughs> do you face that question? I hate that so much. I do, but I can very easily go a long time with it with like fasting. Mm. Almost to a like, uh, almost to my detriment. I know, but fasting, usually you have to kind of just like plan for. Like be like, mm, I'm going to fast two days starting tomorrow. No, it doesn't have to be that long. It's just like impromptu, like, oh, I don't have any food, so I'm not going to eat yeah. for the next six hours. I don't know. That's interesting. That's where me and you are different. Like, I would have I would have at least a protein bar. Nuts. That's why I like nuts. Yeah. You know, a couple cashews, a couple macadamia nuts, a couple almonds. Cool. Pistachios? Pistachios? Pistachios. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty bomb. Yeah, but uh, other than that, I've been really heavily into uh, being in the sun. I have Same here. A little bit of a tan, actually, which is you cool. Have, actually, you look uh, look darker. Yeah, I'm a lot darker, actually. Developed some it's melanin. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Developing a very nice uh, tone here. Um, I gotta say, my sleep has been like better, but I'm getting shorter sleep. On like on purpose, like mm-hmm. get up early and stuff. Uh, I've been going up just due to work, going to sleep late too. But my, my God, the energy in the morning, like I'll spring out of bed, bro. That didn't happen until like 
the summer, I guess. Yeah. When the sun just started kicking in. No, the sunlight is just, um, it's next level. UV. UV. Form. Especially like, um, when you're able to watch the sunrise and sunset. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm. It's the best. Very nice. Yeah. You live on the beach too. And sun gazing actually has quite a few, quite a lot of benefits. Like, um, oh, I noticed on one of your threads, someone was saying that, is it just me or did you notice that you lose weight quicker, like visceral fat, just by including sun in your diet? Yeah, Not in so your diet, but like in your life. Well, I mean, that's a great point because, um, so yes, if you don't, basically I've heard multiple accounts of people not changing anything in terms of diet, exercise, whatever else, but they've just added more sunbathing into the equation and they've looked a lot leaner and gotten a lot leaner. Mm-hmm. And um, I trace that back to a specific study where <clears throat> this researcher found that if you place ad- uh, adipocytes, which are just fat cells, mm-hmm. under blue light for four hours compared to fat cells in the darkness, the fat cells that have been under the blue light shrink, mm-hmm. uh, carry less fat organelles, and eventually disappear, I believe. Mm. Or no, they become more efficient at burning fat. Interesting. And blue light is one of the shortest light wavelengths to come from sunlight. Mm. So there we have direct evidence that sunlight basically melts fat, shrinks fat cells. That's crazy. Um, Exhibit A, the reason why I I found that thread interesting is because a year and a half ago when I came back from Spain, um, after Spain I kept, like I was eating a little junkily just because I was, you know, um, super like packed with work and stuff. So I would just door dash everything. I was gaining fat, or I think at least I thought I was, but in fact I was getting more shredded. <laughs> okay, and yeah. the only thing I would do was I was reading for like an hour and a half in the sun, mm-hmm. in the morning, and then I would take a, per, like four or five breaks during the day just to breathe and sit in the sun, in the day, and it was summertime. Yeah, and bro, like I have pictures from that. It's I was just like, what the hell is this? I really like, I'm do barely working out. I'm just doing like pull ups, push ups, nothing new, walking. And occasional running. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, I look shredded. Like straight up shredded. Uh, and, you know, ask anybody in the world, usually when you're not that active and you eat a lot. You gain weight. You gain weight. Like, or if you don't gain weight, you gain fat pockets. You know, like little handlebars, little gut, <laughs> you know. Um, well, it's counterintuitive. And I think this is a reason why, like, I've come to the conclusion. Tight. Yeah. I've come to the conclusion that. Light environment is even more important than sleep or nutrition or any, any of these other fundamentals, mm-hmm. which is absolutely insane. Um, yeah. Like, I'm sure you believe in darkness at night. Yeah, for sure. It's so it's not opposite, candle. It's opposite ends of the spectrum. You want to maximize natural sunlight and you want to minimize any artificial blue light, mm-hmm. even during the day, but especially after sunset. Yeah. Got a reserver for the studio, too. Artificial blue light right here. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys can't see it, but we are perfectly lit right now. Perfectly lit. Mm. Um, yeah, dude, I miss recording all the time, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't been able to just because of, uh, life in general. It's no excuse. We're going to bring it back. Yeah, we are bringing it back. We still record every week, but. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I just wish we had more because before we were like doing like what, two, two, three times a week, which was sick. Right. <laughs> we had things that were relevant for the time. Like Turkish know? hairlines. Yeah. Turkish hairlines. <laughs> Bing. Welcome to Turkish Hairlines. 
Isn't it amazing how the stupidest content can get like yeah. the most traction? Bro, that caught traction like n- like in an instant, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> yeah, like it, I posted it, and then an hour later, I look at it; it's like eleven point five k. Yeah, people like, were like, "I thought it was a religious thing that everyone was bandaged up." No, I'm like, "Oh god, it's not." <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, dude, a lot to look forward to. Uh, me and Zaid have uh, some guests that are going to hop on. One of them is Noah Ryan. Uh, care to explain one. who that is? From Tweeter? Yeah, so Mr. Noah Ryan from Tweeter. Um, nomadic biohacker, I believe, is in, in his bio. This man is definitely one of the most interesting people that I've come across. Mm-hmm. Uh, very athletic, very um, intellectual, and just he, he understands health to a very deep level, and he's, he's very curious. So that's going to be a fun episode, specifically on health. I'm sure we'll talk about a few other things like travel and stuff, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, if you go to his Twitter, like, the first video that's pinned on his profile is just him doing some insane squats with with a barbell. Just mm-hmm. amazing flexibility. So he's uh, he's going to be a fun guest. Hell yeah. I'm excited for that. We haven't had guests for a while. Actually, today I was listening to Kai Chang's episode the first time he came on. Yeah. That was a funny episode. That was very... All of his episodes were funny. So he's like, oh, tell me about your strengths and weaknesses. And we're just like, what the hell? <laughs> Dude, this guy's interviewing us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So you get contact good. tour on for sure. Oh, 100%. I met him over the weekend. How was that? Lovely dude. Yeah, very Love cool. Him. Love him. Went swimming, went for a dip in the ocean with him. Talked about Got UFOs? You talked about UFOs. He told me exactly when to go out and see them. You can find sightings. He even gave me locations of where they most pop out. Can we and get video? We could get video. We just have to be up at like 3 a.m. No problem. 4 a.m. Anything for aliens. Yeah, so uh, not a surprise, but they show up around the coast a lot. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I told him about the four dots we saw camping. What did he say? He said, "I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if it was because like, he at first he was like, uh, the only thing that would make sense is Starlink, but he's like, that's more dots than four. Yeah, so it was like ten, twelve. Like, yeah, what color were they? And I was just like, they were like white, whitish green, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but white, white. Yeah, yeah. And then he was like, hmm, interesting." You may have seen something. Or it could be that the craft is like, you can't see it, but those are the lights connected to it. So it's one Oh, craft. shit. And I'm like, damn, that's interesting. That yeah. is. Yeah. And then but, um, uh, I'm excited for him. He's cool. Yeah. And then I do want to get Aboud back on. Yeah, hell yeah. He just finished. He just finished residency. residency. Oh, my God. Let's go, Ooh, baby. Congrats to the boy. You know. Yeah. Uh, fucking concierge doctor. We can talk a lot about mitochondria and light environment with him because yeah. he's he's also been diving deep into it. Into it. That's nice. Yeah, dude. Oh, I didn't even tell you. What? I saw a blue whale this weekend. Mm. One of the rarest animals out there and by far the biggest animal to ever exist on the planet. You saw it. I'm one of the handful of people who've, who saw it. Damn. And I got some classy. What city? Pictures. Oceanside. Oceanside. So you take a ferry or like a... No, we took... um. Like a boat tour? A friend's boat. Oh, dude, that's sick. Or private. Dude, we pulled up pod of dolphins. Mm. At least 100, 100 deep. My Babies, God. mothers, literally pulling up right next to the boat. Um, and then we saw a sunfish, which is extremely rare, actually. Kind of looks like a four-year-old drew a fish. Mm. Just manifested in reality. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the blue whale. That was the most exciting part. Bro, whales are scary. Because they can swallow the boat. Were you, was, were you far away or were you close-ish? 
I'd say a hundred yards. Damn. For that size, it's pretty close. It was the biggest animal to ever exist, so. Bigger than a dinosaur, huh? Yeah. Very sad that I didn't see a great white shark, though. Damn. Got to go to Kharda, Egypt for that. <laughs> <laughs> Making jokes already, huh? <laughs> I yeah. apologize. But yeah. Not really. Um, I'll keep my jaw shut. So anyway, another shark movie joke. But uh, um. <laughs> Starting to hallucinate because of the heat. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us. If you found this very entertaining or super entertaining or entertaining, to say the least. Or mega super entertaining. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, please give it a thumbs up on YouTube. If not, go ahead and give us a five-star review on Spotify because we deserve that, I believe. Absolutely. Um, if you have been sticking around from the start, thank you so much. You are awesome. <laughs> um, we need to get this AC thing fi- figured out because this is insane. But we did record, and here's an episode for you guys. So thank you so much for sticking around. And don't forget our affiliates and sponsors. Use code 2AM for any of them. They'll be down in the description below. Um, without further ado, we will catch you next time. Peace.